Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back to Money in Politics in Delaware. John Stapleford talking about health care cost in the state of Delaware and being proactive, uh, making recommendations. And one of those was to bring some competition to Delaware, says Stapleford. The other is to uh, address fraud. And you had some stats uh, off the top of your head regarding fraud. What are they, John? Well, the, the General Accounting Office and looking at Medicare and Medicaid found at least 10% of the filings were fraud. Uh, typically across government programs, uh, food stamps and the like, it's been one-third has been fraud. Uh, and it's pretty simple as to, as to why it's happened. I mean, the, the first was, of course, under the Obama administration, they, wanted, they doubled the size of the uh, people participating in food stamps and Medicaid and the other programs. Uh, but in addition, they don't have the employees in place to really verify all the applicants' data. Uh, so it's up to the states to do it and, you know, to, to make sure claimed earnings are correct, make sure the number of dependents are correct, whether house ownership is involved. And very few states have the staff to do this. So this widespread fraud, it, it, in the case of Delaware, if you save 10% on Medicaid, you'd have uh, $75 million. So it's not, it's not inconsequential. And in other states, when they've done surveys of uh, recipients, they've found fraud uh, 15 to 20% of the enrollees are fraudulent. And the reason this is important is because this fraud decreases the resources that are available to people who really need it who really need the treatment. Item three, recommendation three, arguably four with the competition, but let's do the formality of recommendation three, promote price transparency in Delaware healthcare. What are we talking about? Well, uh, if you go to, uh, to get a home renovation or a car repair, if, if you go out to buy a home, whatever, you get initial consultations with an estimate of the charge. And then you pick among the providers as to which one you think would, for the, for the money involved, would provide the best care. This can be done in healthcare. There are states that uh, now require hospitals and surgery centers and physician practices to post prices for common inpatient and outpatient procedures. And sometimes they even break it down between the doctor and the facility. Uh, I know one doctor who uh, gets, he's an orthopedic surgeon, he gets $1,500 for a knee replacement and Christiana Care gets 40000 So it's good to have the, the breakdown as well. Uh, in some states, they require it only upon request. Typically, people don't know, the consumers don't know that they can request it. So our recommendation is that 
uh, we have cost estimates posted by the healthcare providers in Delaware, and that it's required. It does not have to be requested by the uh, healthcare customer. So what's going to happen now to the audience is that uh, this gets published uh, via Data Delaware. Hopefully you're on that email list. That's Monday. It goes to the website, the uh, Caesar Rodney Institute website on uh, Monday, so you can find the work there. And as always, reach out to me if you want a podcast of uh, today's program. And the people that contributed are John Todman, John Stapleford, and Dr. Stacy Beck, who is a professor, I believe, formerly associate professor at the uh, University of Delaware and also a member of the CRI Board of Directors. With that said, John, the other reason I brought you back today, and you did one segment with us last week, Lies, Lies, and the Port of Wilmington deal, and uh, we simply ran out of time when we were looking at the promises made uh, from Dover about the Port of Wilmington deal, Let's clean it up today. What were some of those promises from Dover? Uh, the promises were made by, actually made by the uh, port management firm, the Gulf Tainer, uh, up to 2,000 jobs and uh, $13 million a year uh, payment to the state, and they're going to uh, put uh total $600 million into the port, but a lot of that will go to Edgemore for container. And the interesting thing is the actual agreement itself, if it was provided to legislators at all, had large portions of it redacted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the whisper out there, there was more blackened than not blackened. It's, uh, it's, it's another one of these. The, they already have uh, one lawsuit uh, eight, almost nine million dollars uh, being brought against them for uh, by the the vendor who who put the deal together, uh, and there's going to be more lawsuits. Uh, and as you had pointed out days before, because uh, this really hasn't been hasn't been addressed in, or approached, there's going to be a heck of a lot of of uh, traffic, truck traffic in and out of Edgemore. And what does what do the communities around there have to say about that? That's if the numbers from the state are correct. Let's do one more TikTok on the clock with three and a half uh, minutes. Um, one of the pieces we published had to do with the state of Delaware upcoming budget. Your numbers and defect numbers are not jiving. Uh, here's your platform. How, how do you, how do you reconcile it? Uh, I think, uh, you know, everybody on DFAC, just like everybody on the Delaware Health Resources Board, is appointed by the governor. And DFAC uh, very rarely is going to call Chicken Little. So uh, we'll just have to, when the spring comes, we'll see if, in fact, we're facing a deficit You've got the health care costs for employees going up at 7 to 8% a year and revenue going up at the most 1.5% a year uh, for this fiscal year. So you say, gee, that doesn't sound like those two roads are going to meet. Yeah, if I remember right, the uh, uh, and I'm, being, I'm doing this from memory, so allow me as much wiggle room as I can, and that is if uh, 
If you now now look at the new Newcastle County balance sheet with the OPEB numbers, with the new rules, now part of the statement, and you mark the market, I believe the county is technically uh, a negative number given the new balance sheet rules. I'd be fascinated to see what the new rules do to the state of Delaware's budget. You know anything? That's, Not that you should. That's, well, that's a, unless you take the Bob Bird method. And the Bob Bird method is, Look, we pay the health care benefits every year. We pay the pension benefits every year. So why do you care about how much is in the fund, how much is saved up for paying these, these benefits? Like in the case of health care, we've mentioned before, only 4% of the state health care uh, obligations to employees and retirees is covered right now. But uh, Bob said on the show the the other week, uh, don't worry about it. We we always pay those benefits. You can trust us. Uh, pay as you go, but the problem is the numbers. You're spending a billion dollars collectively on health care that's going to double. Uh, it does not. It's not a sustainable f- formula. Common sense says, question mark to John. Uh, I don't. I mean, I wouldn't want to have depend on the goodwill of uh, uh, politicians for my health care benefits and for my retirement. I'd rather be in control of it myself. All right. Well, go back to this health care. You've got 30, 40 seconds max. What is the what's the recap? What's the life lesson? What would you, what's the takeaway for the audience quickly? I think the, the data on health care spending in Delaware, runaway health care spending is astounding. And somebody should be asking hard questions. We don't need executive orders. We need real policy uh, to protect consumers, healthcare consumers in Delaware. His name is Dr. John Stapleford. You can read all his work on the uh, Caesar Rodney website. Uh, from John, I'm going to turn to the audience, and that is, gosh, uh, over the next week, we have some wonderful programs. Next week, uh, Caesar Rodney Institute reappears with Dave Stevenson. DFAC hearing is on the horizon. I believe that's the DFAC hearing is on Thursday. Stevenson tapes with us on Friday, airs on Saturday. That's next weekend, two weeks from now. The American Legislative Exchange Council, Alex, has a brand new story. We'll see you back here next week for more Money in Politics in Delaware. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.